Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, Bart Scott, when it's hour number three on Barton Han, what's that mean? I, I, am I supposed to have empathy for my Jersey fans? Or do I just ignore their pain? Jersey fans. Well, the Brooklyn Nets fans. Do oh, I you mean empathy? Nets fans? Yeah, do I have empathy for em- them? Or empathy? do I just bypass their pain and just go to the normal? No, no I, 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 I think this is just – this so has not, always been a – it's so a power it's struggle. Sour. So it's not sour. It's not sour. Think about it. This okay. was a power struggle in Brooklyn. Oh. And they rid themselves of the issue. Uh, well, we're going to find out who won. We don't know yet. Hmm. But we won because it gave us content. So with that in mind, it's hour number three, Bart Scott. What's that mean? And we're selfish. So it's the power hour, 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 hour. It most certainly hour. is. And Kyrie ain't got no shoes. <laughs> he ends up with the Dallas Mavericks. He and Luka. And if you're a Knicks fan, this is what you're hoping for. He goes there, blows that spot up as well, and Luka turns around and goes, man, get me the hell up out of here. And send me to New York. Yes. But we have pictures of Luca wearing Knicks gear back in the day. It's a fact. See, but this is <laughs> I'm just saying, here's where, here's where Kyrie Irving pays off for the Knicks in the long run. Because he, he he refused, right? He he took KD away from the Knicks in 2019. But does he send Luca? Like, does Luca go, get me the hell out of here? Get me to New York. Yeah, like, I want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's not, this dude's crazy. Why not? I know that's not going to happen. No, who's to say no? Never say never. Never say never. They, uh, Jason Kidd's got his hands full. The GM there is Nico Harrison, who was an executive with Nike for a long time. And he knows a lot of players and knows Kyrie. So they're just hoping with those two guys and Mark Cuban that, that they can just make sure, especially Jason Kidd, that they kind of keep Kyrie on the right track. But if Kyrie knows that his money now has been affected – and is he like he's not going to? I mean, a two-year extension with with Dallas is he really doing that, or is he going to just say I'm going to play out of my mind right now, out of my mind, and then go into the summer and make people desperate enough to give him what he wants, which is his full max. That's the only path right now for Kyrie Irving, Bart. That's it. He's got to play out of his mind with no issues, nothing, straight now. Just had an issue. Like, what, what gives you confidence that he can do that? He just had an issue. Oh, I don't have confidence he can do it. I'm just saying what he needs to do oh, okay. because he needs to find a way to convince enough desperate teams out there to give him what he wants this summer because he's not going to get it now. The Nets told him no, and they sent him on his way. They wiped their hands clean of this issue, and that's the third team that said we're done with this. Is he depending on the brick brick? Could be. Give him the money. Well, he's the one that tweeted, maybe it's me. I said give him the money. I mean, LeBron making this about him is hysterical. It's always about him. Isn't but it, though? This, but this is the thing, right? Are, are, we, are, are they going to um, 
give him the two-year contract just so they the can trade it if they have to. They have to it's give him the contract, right? Well, he has you to accept it. don't want to give up those things for no reason. He would he have to accept ex- he'd have to accept the, the a two-year extension, which I can't believe the Nets weren't at least going to give him two years, right? All he can get is two. That's what Bobby Marks told us. That's part of the stipulation. He cannot give him more than a two-year extension off of this year. So that's where you just wonder, does Kyrie just say, you know what, forget it. I would rather control where I can go, and I want to go into the open market and see if the Lakers, with all the pressure LeBron's putting on them, because he did sign, he himself signed a two-year extension, Right. is does he then get what he wants, goes to the Lakers, and the Lakers just basically clear out most of their roster and sign him? That's what we've got to figure out. That's what we got to see. But the only way that he can convince anybody to do this is if he plays out of his mind. And he and Luka have great that. success. But he's been doing that. Well, we, we know he that was Kyrie, playing great. Kyrie's probably going to take over the scoring once Luka leaves, right? Once Luka goes to the bench, right? That was the problem. Luka rarely goes bench. to the bench. <laughs> That's the problem. He rarely goes to the bench. We'll see how this works. I don't know if it will. Luka doesn't like sharing the basketball, guys. If you watch the, the Mavericks with KP, that was one of the issues he had was Porzingis. They would have to call plays for him because he's another. He's an all-star player. Call some plays for him. And Luca like, check out. Luca's a guy who wants the ball in his hands. Kind of selfish in a way. We don't really put – we don't see Luca this way because he smiles a lot. He plays hard. He plays well, his he own kind of game. Jerk. He complains all day. But you got to build a team around Luca that's similar to what the Bucks did with Giannis. You've got to do it that way. So I wonder if this other star who needs the ball, I wonder how that's going to look. And as Nick Friedel told us earlier in the yep. show, how's that defense going to look too? Yeah, that, that would look better if they would have had a healthy Lonzo ball. Like he need a guy like that who's going to run the show and look the pass. Facilitator. Yeah, 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 Jason Kidd type. And right, play, more, and, more of a – Yeah, and play, yeah. Great, play great defense too. Yeah, kid, kid with Dirk Nowitzki, which people will point out. Kid was such a smart player and a great facilitator that he just knew it's Dirk's show and I'm here to make him great. Now, Kyrie has learned that lesson when he played with LeBron that he's looked back and realized what he did wrong. And when he played with KD, he he understood that role as well. It's to me not about Kyrie. Kyrie knows exactly what he needs to do here. It's more about Luka and how Luka will handle you know, this isn't it's not your ball in this possession. Or Kyrie's going for the money shot here. Kyrie's going for the game winner. He's got the matchup in this game we're going to exploit. That's the stuff that I wonder, how is that going to work? And then on top of it, those two guys in the backcourt defensively, when you trade away one of your top defensive wings in Dorian Finney-Smith, yeah, let's see how that works as well. They're going to, be, they're going to become the Don Nelson uh, Golden State they better sco- outscore their <laughs> Yeah, outscore their opponent. Yeah, they're going to have to. We're going so, so, Bar, how about this? All right, 800-919-3776, of course, is the number to be part of the conversation. So last night, I'm watching the Pro Bowl stuff because it's it's on in the afternoon, and you just, like, it's there. It's in the background. But on ESPN at 6, Nixon Sixers was supposed to tip off. But the, throughout the afternoon, the Pro Bowl stuff was on ABC and ESPN. Do you know at 6 o'clock, the Pro Bowl was still on ESPN and also yeah. on ABC? At 6.05, the Pro Bowl, because it wasn't over yet, was still on ESPN. So two channels. So everybody's like, where the hell is the Knicks game? Where's the Knicks game? Because we didn't have it on MSG. It was an exclusive ESPN national broadcast. So 
they held up the start of the game till 6.20, 6.19 was the tip. The Damn, broadcast – Football that more important than basketball? That's what I'm basketball? saying. It was on two damn channels. So it wasn't like, well, we have to wait for this event to end. It was on ABC. You didn't have to have it on ESPN, but they kept it there. And then on top of it, they hold up the game. And then when they couldn't hold up the game any longer, they put the Knicks Sixers game on ESPN News. It was damn. practically on the Ocho. That's damn near Deportes. <laughs> if you're the NBA – how are you not like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, i get y'all a billion dollars. You'd rather we, have we the Pro Bowl dollars. flag football game on two channels than one channel having an NBA regular season game in the New York market. But that happened. Guys catching balloons. Are you serious? <laughs> but that's what's going on. Nobody knew where to go to find the game. It was on ESPN News. And then in-game, they switch over to ESPN once all the Pro Bowl stuff was over with. Because it was very important – to stay well, with that whole thing well, and talk to piss, Eli on the field. Off, man. You don't want to piss off uh, Peyton. You know what I'm saying? He'll take his, he'll take his Omaha productions away from you. Is that what that was? Then, then that's real content that you need. But it was on ABC. Why did you need it also on, on ESPN? I didn't get that. Ch- I'm telling you, a lot of people that were like, what are we doing? You got two flag fo- – we got flag football on two different channels and an NBA game you couldn't get, and it had to be on ESPN News for the start of the game. It's crazy. But that's what happened. That shows you right there all you need to know about football. the behemoth that is the NFL. Football is king. Yeah, it is. Nobody cares about a regular season game. They really I don't. Care I don't about deny their it. Favorite guys catching balloons, man. I don't deny it. I'm telling you right now hey, that everybody has to punts. accept the watch NFL. Catch punts. <laughs> the NFL is like you could say the NBA is right behind is number two to the NFL. You can make that argument. Yeah. But it it's is like, like David, a David distant. Junior varsity. David Junior Varsity. But it's a distant two. Like by a by a mile. Like they've been lapped by the NFL four we, we times. Know, we know Jaguars and Cleveland game will be watched before they – well, if, if they put the combine during, during a playoff series, <laughs> oh, they will watch the combine. Yeah, I, you're right. It's crazy, but it's true. But that's what happened. But – you were able to tune in in time to see the Knicks rally back from a 21-point deficit in the first quarter, make it a two-point game at the half, despite the fact that they're on a back-to-back, an exhausting one, and a tough one, losing to the Clippers in overtime the night before, only to come back and have to play a Sixers team that's beating everybody. I mean, they're destroying everyone. And you come back from down 21, make it a game, push, and then finish it with the dub with without R.J. Barrett, with a bench, your bench coming in and getting the job done. Evan Fournier, you dust him off, throw him out there. And he gives you something. I mean, he gives you 17 points, makes a bunch of threes. And the Knicks end up winning the game. And they just become that team. One night, they give you a heart attack. The next night, your heart's thumping. It's just what they have been this season. But that's what they are. Meanwhile, Brooklyn has an inspired game on Saturday night without Kyrie. Camp Thomas comes in, gives you 44. They get a win. And then the next day, you find out Kyrie had the trade request on Friday. By Sunday, he's out. He gone. And off he goes. Yeah, Ahala is right. Off he goes to Dallas. Now, we've been talking about what's next for the Nets. And the obvious thing that's what's next is, do you have the ability to build this thing up around Kevin Durant? That's a hard – like, what's what's who's available? That's the, that's the question. Didn't we just ask Wendy this question last week? What's the next star that you can trade for? And he's like, I don't know. I don't think there is one. Yep. 
Kevin Look Durant. around the league. What star is available? And when you say, well, the Suns offered Chris Paul, pay attention. Chris Paul's at the end, guys. Chris Paul's at the end. The Nets yeah. don't want Chris Paul. Now, it's an expiring, yes. So you're only dealing with him for this year. But is it really making you better? Nope. Is it really what you need right now? So what else could they have done? The problem is that the better thing for the Nets before this trade deadline, depending on what teams offer, could be to trade KD now, not wait for the summer. Now, Bobby Mark said better to wait for the summer. But you know what else he said? So you and I said this too. How many teams got money? That's right. And if you trade Kevin Durant, don't you almost have to tell teams if you want him, you got to take Ben Simmons and those two years yeah. and seventy something million dollars left on that deal right. for a guy that two, doesn't really want to play. You got two and a half million. You got two and a half uh, years of Kevin Durant too. You have two years left, yeah, and this one as well. But think about it: you made the deal. James Harden wanted out. You brought in Ben Simmons, and you thought we'll get him right and we'll put him with KD and Kyrie, and there's our know. big three. I don't know what they have. Kyrie's gone. Ben Simmons is still where he is right now. So how do I get rid of a pro- another problem in Ben Simmons and still improve my team? How about this from Bobby Marks, our ESPN NF- uh, NBA insider? He was on um, ESPN Radio, the network, uh, this morning. And this is what he said about Ben Simmons' trade value right now. I don't think Ben Simmons has any value. I mean, he can't stay on the court. And I, mm. I think he has the one word that, that is the worst word in the NBA, unreliable. You can't trust him, and he's unreliable here. And for him to get value back, he's got to be on the court. I think that's going to be an issue that Brooklyn's going to have to address. And um, But, yeah, I mean, he'll have two years left after this contract. But right now, there's, there's, no, value for, um, there's no value for Ben Simmons. He's, he he called Ben Simmons unreliable because yes. you don't know when he's going to be on the court. And that's also after the Nets just moved Kyrie, who you could argue the same. you could describe the same way. But that's why you have to package him with Kevin Durant because it's going to free you up from a, from a standpoint to be able to do some things because you've got to make the money match. You know, it's, the per, it's the perfect thing to do it now. You want Kevin Durant? You see that the West is wide open. You know if you get KD in the West, you know that if you got a superstar and some good players around you, you can win a championship this year. You just got to take Ben Simmons. And guess what? Ben Simmons may be able to play defense for you and rebound and, and facilitate for you, but, you know, you're going to you're gonna have to carry this. If you want the great one, you're going to have to take that guy. It's, it's, I, I agree with you. It's almost a way to completely wipe the slate clean. Exactly. The so only way to do it, you can get you'd have to assets. sacrifice having Kevin Durant. Now, Bart, is this the, is this the scariest part of it? Again, the call is 800-919-3776. Be part of the conversation at Barton on as well on Twitter. Let me ask you this, though. When it comes to the Nets, if you officially move on from Kevin Durant, aren't you kind of, like, conceding again? Like, you are trying to get yourself where the Mets are to the Yankees. You're trying to get there. Where the Jets got with the Giants. You're trying to get there. And if you lose Kevin Durant now, and this this little era that you had, this this four-year span that you had here, is now officially over... Don't you kind of like crawl back into mediocrity to crawl back into basically hibernation when you it comes to your brand being a significant one in this city? You don't you don't have to stay there though. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to stay there. So like, yeah, Kevin Durant can get you a lot to to start over young and fresh and you can have that team that you had with Den Willie, LeVert, Jared Allen. You can have that core immediately. Like right now, you can have that team. You won't have a great team, but you'll have that team back right now. And then now you're saying, okay, we're going to be in the market to try and attract another star. Who's going to be that star in a year or two? 
as we continue to try and get things right. That's what you're going to say. Then now nobody's paying attention to you. You can you can you can hire a doga. Like nobody cares now. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead I think serious. They like Jacques Vaughn actually. Yeah, but you know that Udoga is a better coach. I don't know that because uh, the guy that took over in Boston's doing a hell of a job. Okay, Missoula, Joe yes. Missoula. He's he's actually doing really well. He's the best record in the league. I mean, it's easy to do with those type of players. Like, that's right. Well, but that's job, my point. Udoga, we thought he was a brilliant place. coach. We don't know that. We know Vaughn is a brilliant coach with Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Of course, we don't know if he's a great coach when you're starting over. Talent makes you a better – talent always makes you a better coach. There's no doubt about it, right? Just ask, just ask Nick Sirianni. <laughs> 800 Jay's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jay? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing this All Monday, right. man? What's good? I got two names for you as a Nick fan who always got a pipe dream of what superstar is finally going to come here. Y'all tell me um, the possibilities or whatever the blockers are, but – Number one on my list, Dame Lillard, man. I mean, the man's on a mediocre team. He's in a a win-now phase in his career. What what would it take to get him in here? And as a consolation prize, what do y'all think about Victor Oladipo? Well, I think I'm following his Oladipo can't stay healthy. Oladipo doesn't. I mean, just he just doesn't say he's not having an impact in Miami. And he's over thirty now. Can't stay healthy, and you worry about that. Dame Lillard again. You you know you have Jalen Brunson. Like, you know, like, I don't know how that makes sense. I love Dame Lillard. I think that window is closed to go get him. I don't think there's any way you get him. I, just, I don't see it. He's he Stan Pat, man. He they need a, a wing. He waiting he wait for a star to come get him. Yeah, well, and again, what Bart said earlier in the show is something that I would watch and see just how aggressive Portland will be. Because they are. They're one game under five hundred, but in the West, you go on a three-game winning streak and you could jump up to, like, sixth in no time. The, the 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 Portland Trailblazers among any team in the league should be all in on trying to get Kevin Durant. That's what they should be doing. They should be talking to the Nets about, yeah, we'll take Ben Simmons. We don't care. Yep. We'll take him. We'll give you a couple of our young guys. We'll give you a couple of picks. But we're not giving you many picks because we've got to take Ben Simmons. Yeah. Like Jeremy Grant – no, and and Simon's he he's staying. No, no. Uh, uh, no I, I got. I need the money though. No, you need money to match. Because remember, well, you got, if you're we, doing you, Kevin you got, Durant and Ben Simmons. You know how much money that is. Yeah, you to got match. Gary, but don't you got Gary Payton and he don't make that much money. Okay, okay. Like, you you got to understand. This is not an easy thing to match. It's very difficult to do. But you got to get a third team probably involved. But whatever it is, if you're Portland, you should be in on it. No, no you know, question you should be in on this. You know the Pistons absorb some money for you. <laughs> I mean, that's where they are. They're trying yeah. to tank. They'll absorb money. Yeah, like, Houston. That's what you do. Houston, mm-hmm. uh, OKC, like they'll absorb money for you. They'll do that in What about heartbeat. Oklahoma City, Bart, with all the picks they have? Would you bring him back to this young team that is by a way? Hell no. He not they are battling back. for a playoff spot. He's not going back there. What do you mean he's not going back there? He's got two years left in his deal. He's got nothing to say. He's turned that page, man. What if you did that though? I, if you I, were I, OKC I, and you, you still got to try and do right by Kevin Durant. At but the hang same on, time. hang on, hang on. You can get from Oklahoma City a boatload of picks. They have a ton of picks. They're never going to use them all. You send them back where it started with a young team that's got a lot of talent. Chet Holmgren. You send like Josh Giddy or somebody like that to the Nets. You keep you you keep Gilgis Alexander there. Right? Him, Chet, Holmgren. Uh, maybe you do Way that. Away. Maybe you do Chet. 
You get the oh, you give me this year's first. Now, now Oklahoma City, remember, they're not in a lottery. They're competing for a playoff spot. They are that good. You get Kevin Durant back in Oklahoma City. I don't think he wanted. To. They would go nuts for him there. I don't think he wanted. With to. a young team around him, but he wants to win. He, two years, you can't guarantee nothing with that. No, you can't. So, but I know if I'm the Nets, I know I can guarantee getting myself a restart with a whole bunch of draft picks. You gonna say him and Ben Simmons there? <laughs> no, I would package some of the picks I got from Oklahoma City and send them to like Houston or something. Remember they told John Wall to sit out and don't play, <laughs> right? Ben, you're going to sit for two years. He's like, yes, listen, listen. You. I'm telling you, man. Like I would do something along that along those lines, something along those lines. I don't know. Let's take let's take Lance and Nutley real quick. Go ahead, Lance. Lance. Hey, fellas. You got your you got your blinker on. Son? Blinkers on. Yeah, we're blinking. No, yeah, I was I was I was making the turn. I was making the turn. I was just calling because I, I listen to you guys all the time. I'm a first time caller. And, and Alan, you're such a shill for the Knicks. It's just embarrassing sometimes. It's not embarrassing at all, actually. Why would I be embarrassed? It is. It is. It What's is because the Knicks have given you nothing to actually be be happy about for like the last thirty years. And Te- technically, if you looked at my if you looked at my bank account, they've given me a lot of things to be happy about. To be honest with you. All right. Well. Yeah, that's so, that what you're talking about. What are you trying to say? Do with the sport. But what, 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 are you trying, but what are you trying to say? Like, what are you trying to say? That I, I, I have nothing to be happy about? What am I happy about right now? Well, I'm talking about the Knicks as a team, as a roster, as okay. a, as a as an NBA team. Right. You root for them, which is fine. But you take callers who call in talking about Damian Lillard and right. – what did, did I tell – but Lance, did I tell him that that was a good deal? Did I tell him they should do no, that or did I tell him that window's closed? No, you told them the window was closed. Right. But so How's that a shill? How am I shilling then? If I told them there's no way that's going to happen, that that window well, is closed, not, not going to get done. That. No, in that moment, you were, you were good. But most of the time, oh, thank you. You, are entertaining, <laughs> you are entertaining the thought of a free agent coming to New York. When's the last time a free agent came to New York? Carmelo. I mean, he was they, traded. Had trade, they had to trade for him. But Lance, what what am I entertaining? Like, Lance, you I used said to be you listen. Lance, you said you listen to the show all the time. Did you well, not hear me last week say that dream about chasing the free agent doesn't happen? Did you not hear that, or did you miss that day? You want to call and call me day. out and I use missed, words like "shill." You definitely missed that day. You want to use words I like did. "shill," but have are, no though. nothing no, no, to no. back it up though. Own nothing. It. Own it, own it. It's all own good. It. Own it. I feel like I'm I watching. Listen. I feel like I'm watching Jason Williams and Stephen A. today, man. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> trust me, this is a bigger beatdown because Lance <laughs> wants to come on and flex. Like I'm going to call him a shill, but you got nothing to back it up when all I do is try to tell Knicks fans to think in reality about things. How about this? You'll have a whole show. You'll spend eighty percent of your basketball New York talk on the Knicks. And they could be on an eight-game losing streak. You know, and that could be yeah, on a ten-game winning yeah, streak. Yeah, and, and you, you know why, Lance? Because nobody gives a damn when the Nets win eight in a row in this city. Nobody. Nobody does. But when the Knicks lose eight in a row, there are some upset fans who care. And that's what we are here for. Those people who care. Because when we do talk Nets, crickets. Unless, of course, Kyrie does something. The only something. people that really care are the people that's paying you. 
And that's why I get it. I'm the only you know people that really are. care are the people that are paying. I'll tell you what, Lance. I'll let you I'll let you mic drop with that because now I'm gonna ask people listening if that all you care about. Is Lance right? That the only people that care about the Knicks and me talking about them are the people that pay me. Otherwise, everybody listening is like, nah, I don't want to hear it. Because I'll tell you what, whenever I walk around the city, it's all I hear. Are you going to give Lance a gas face? Nah. I think he gassed himself. I, love I mean, did he not listen last week, Bart? That's all we were talking about was the Nets. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we talked about the Nets. I love when people flex. Well, at least try Shield. to. Shield. It's almost like, you know what you know what people call up and call Michael K a Yankee boy? Mm. And he just he pulls out this, the, the saber. And he just starts slicing people up. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're going to come at me, at least come at me with facts. Right? At least come at me with facts. But when you're going to start talking about how I I gas up all these Knicks callers with hope that they can land a star, when how many times have I said it is a... Well, you you did hide in LeBron's bushes. I did do that. In twenty, I did that twelve years ago, <laughs> almost thirteen years ago. Now, how's it working out for me? Yeah, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Fine, let me hear it then, because I don't know. We spent most of this show talking about the Nets and Kyrie and what should happen next. All I mentioned was the Knicks had a cardiac weekend, and by the way, they've got like three and a half days to make a trade to make this team better. Yeah, where do they go? I don't know, because I don't know if there's well, anything well, out there for them to well, do. Well, we know what was out there and what they were linked to, and we knew who. Aminobi. Yeah, but I just don't know how much that makes him better. I don't know what they can offer for him. If I don't they know can, any of that stuff. If they can dump R.J. Barrett's salary. They can't, they, they can't now. I'm telling yeah, you, they true. can't trade R.J. till the summer. That's the biggest problem. All right. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Tonight, Bart, the debut of Bo Horvat, who just signed an eight-year deal now, so he'll be here. So they trade for him. They get him locked up for the next eight years. He and Matt Barzal together for a long time with this organization. So we'll see what kind of impact it has. Islanders play the Flyers tonight now as the second half of the season begins after the all-star break. Are we got going? calls. Are you going? It's in it's in Philly. It's a bit of a bit of a commute. It's only an hour on a, a cellar. <laughs> You're right. But all right, short answer no. But I'll be watching. <laughs> I, I will be watching. 800-919-3776 is the number. Jeff's in Brooklyn. Hi Jeff. Hey, what how you doing, man? Love right. you guys, yo. You. you know, I'm always calling, you know what I'm saying, every year I call at least once. But this time I have to call a backup Lance a little bit because Ooh. all we hear about is the Knicks on the radio. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks was winning and the Knicks were losing. And that's all we heard was the Knicks. Like, mm-hmm. you do, you guys do sell up that narrative about the Knicks. Yeah, it's the Knicks city because the Knicks were here first. But we're okay. also here now, bro. Yeah. And Brooklyn is going to New York. But See, Jeff, this problem. go ahead, Bart, explain it. This, 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 this is problem, right? When we go Nets... Nobody ever calls. Like, y'all might listen, Nothing. but y'all don't call. So then it looks like it's dead no air. No energy. Then the flow's not, not flowing. Like, listen, this is how bad it was. Y'all had y'all had um, James Harden out there twerking to sell playoff tickets. <laughs> that is true. He was out there twerking with his beard. The beard was out there serving chefs out there twerking, trying to get y'all to, to buy playoff tickets. Y'all don't come with the same passion that the Knicks fan. Maybe because it's not a lot of y'all, or maybe because it's not enough of y'all, or maybe y'all are so spread out that y'all don't get together. But y'all need to get together a fan bus where y'all can get together and link up, man, and show y'all power in numbers because it makes y'all make it hard for us to really lead with it because y'all don't come in with the passion. And, and you guys have the better team. We always talk about we it. We have said that a the million Knicks times. Have the, the Knicks have the more interesting stories because – their fans are so passionate when we say anything. They react to everything. So, Jeff, you, I need you to keep calling every day, not just when it's big news, not when it's national news, not when we have Nick Ferdale on, you know, to giving us the insight. Yep. You got to call all the time. It's and then fair. we'll lead with them because you are the most interesting team. Now, you, were, you were the only hope. You, you were one of the hopes that we had that maybe to win a, a championship. New York team can win a championship. Will it be the Nets? Yeah. We thought Kyrie was on and was acting right. Then he ain't take his medicine, his bipolar juice or something going on. <laughs> or he ain't have his rose quartz and he ain't use his sage or something. But that's why. But I'll tell you what, yeah. and, you know, and Jeff, and Jeff, I know you're a regular, you're a guy that, that, that gets, I understand. But I will say that, like, people forget so quickly that back when, you know, Kevin and Kyrie went there, I was warning everybody, like, hey, th- you know, like, people, this is going to be a whole generation of kids now. And I said it after I did the game in, at Brooklyn when I took the train home. I was amazed. Like, there's a lot of kids wearing Brooklyn stuff, and you can't overlook that. I have pointed out this stuff over and over again. I have talked about that. When, when, by the way, when Ken Atkinson was the head coach, when Kenny was coaching that team, you're going to tell me when I was on it night, I wasn't talking about them? You're out of your mind. Like, it's all I did. I love basketball. Kevin Durant's one of my favorite players. Favorite players. Yeah. But, you know, like, no, I do also Knicks. talk Knicks, number one. We're the flagship station of the Knicks. We play Knicks games. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, obviously, I, I'm around the team constantly. I know about them. And the fan base is large enough that they demand coverage of their team. So that's all the reasons put into it. But it's so funny how people forget all that stuff because all they want to do is be like, man, all you do is talk about the Knicks. 
when we talk about the Nets, we have tried it many times. And as Bart said, there are times where you just nationally, we used to say, we used to marvel how nationally around the country people are more interested than they were locally. That's just reality. Mike in Albany. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, fellas? Alan, I, I agree with you, man. I, I hold you down. I call all the time about the Nets, the Jets, and the Mets. You hold us down every now and then. But anyway. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. Every blue moon. So all day, <laughs> the talk has been about KD, if he wants to leave, if he wants to leave. Right. Maybe KB, KD is just happy the drama's over. You know what I mean? Maybe oh, I know. I'm sure he he's is. In the talk. Yeah, I, I'm, maybe he's talking with the Nets to try and find that star. I saw a thing this morning where the Bulls are looking to move Levine and DeRozan if the right offer comes. Mm. I'll take DeRozan. He yeah, that's one. He helps with the scoring. That's and one Bart I'm said gonna... earlier in the show, and that's a piece that, I, I mean, if you're the Nets, but what are you giving Chicago? You got, you got you picks. Get Joe they Harris. Two first. Mm. They said you, you may, they may want two first-round picks. Okay, give them two first-round picks. Yeah, you can take and I'm, I'm one of the Nets fans who I remember what Spencer did when he was here a few years ago. He's a baller. You know what I mean? I'm happy to have guys who actually want to play, and nobody can say we're not better defensively today than we were yesterday before the Kyrie deal. Finney Smith makes you better. See, I I think that's a sneaky good part of the deal. Yeah, Mike, I'm telling you, that the Finney Smith part was the one that hurt Dallas more than anything. And I'm absolutely with you. They did get better. They added a wing defender. Now, they still need size. They still don't have enough size. Claxton has really gotten better, but you know, when he comes out of the game, they're small. And if, if you're playing a series against the Sixers, Embiid can dominate you. So there's there's still areas that they've got to get or, or better. Or the Bucks. Or the Bucks. And well, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But Finney Smith makes you better. No question about it. I just found it interesting that Finney Smith kind of put it out there is you never know what can happen between now and Thursday, meaning that he doesn't know if he's there long-term or not. So we shall see. But still, trade had to happen. The Nets did the right thing here. The owner... Finally, they dug in, Sean Marks, and they said, enough's enough. We're not dealing with this anymore. We're not guaranteeing you anything because we don't trust you. And it was the right thing to do. They have moved on, but now they've got to focus on getting the most out of KD because you can't call this a failure, this era, a failure, as long as you still have Kevin Durant on your team because Kyrie led you to KD, and now you got him. And while you still have Kevin Durant on your roster, you could still do something special with him. As long as, of course, you build the right way around them. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, Jeff Passan did a story with Steve Cohen. And interesting stuff that he had to say. He had him talking about George Steinbrenner. He said George seemed bigger than life and passionate about baseball, brought a lot of life to the game. He made baseball interesting. He did it his way. I'm going to do it my way. I don't know if I'm making baseball interesting. That's the difference, right? Cohen comes in kind of similar to Steinbrenner, Bart, about how willing to spend, wants stars, wants to win. But George also had a bit of a flair, but you either hated him or you loved him or both. And I don't know if Cohen kind of has that big personality that made George such an icon. But I'll tell you what, if Cohen spends the same way and they win, like George won pretty quickly once he bought the team and turned it around, Cohen will become a huge name in sports in this town. I mean, when you think about it, listen, why wouldn't he want to do it his way? Listen, he has the resources to try and fast track it. He's been wanting yep. to buy the team for years. Right, so he's right. like, "Listen, I don't have time to waste, and I'm not, I'm not patient." Right, I, I've been wanting to make make these moves and go out and get the team that I want to enjoy, so I can host up a, a championship trophy and be the one who brought it to the, to the Mets. I mean, I, I'm not apologize to anybody. I mean, this is what it's Shouldn't. all about. That's right, and that's what being an owner in New York should be all about as well. The biggest market, right? You want the biggest and the best. But one thing you notice, like you know, you always wonder guys like this. They come in. He's got all the money in the world, right? And you wonder if uh, you take over as owner, and he had been a minority owner for years, but you wonder if, like, okay, now that you're in the big chair, did you, you know, like, did something catch you off guard? Is there something you learned from it? So Passon was asking him about it, and he said, I didn't know I was going to have to spend like I did. Imagine that. He said, I actually was a little naive in that regard, but once I got comfortable and realized, okay, what's it going to take to put a great team on the field? I still had to make a commitment to the fans and to baseball that I was going to come in and turn this thing around. I came in saying I'm all in, and I kept my word. And he has the biggest payroll in the game right now. And they're going to pay, I mean, a ridiculous amount of tax as well. The biggest percentage. So I, so he's carrying the competitive balance tax payroll of $369.9 million. You better win. You better win early. Are, are, are we waiting for Otani and Soto? Which one are we waiting for? <laughs> Otani's definitely going to be a target. See, I, I think that's where I think he versus the Yankees, he versus the Steinbrenners, that's when I think it's going to get hot. When the Otani sweepstakes begins. And who knows if they get if they if, if he gets traded during the season or if he just goes into free agency one way or another, the Mets and the Yankees are going to battle for him. There's no question about it. And when you talk about like how he is raised everything, the threshold, the pay, the spending, all that stuff. And there are some owners in the league that aren't happy with him because of it. He just said, I've heard what everybody else has heard, that they're not happy with me, talking about other owners. And he said, I've heard things from people who may be more neutral. They're taking a lot of heat from their own fans. I kind of look at that and say, you're looking at the wrong person. They're putting it on me. Maybe they need to look more at themselves. Look at the Dodgers. Nobody's saying that about the Dodgers. Well, the people, did. Doing. people did. People did. 
But he said, I'm not responsible for how other teams run their clubs. I'm really not. It's not my job. There's disparities in baseball. We all know that to be true. I'm following the rules. They set the rules down. I'm just following them. That's true. And that's, to me, how Steinbrenner was. Man, I don't care if you can't compete with me, small market. That's not up to me. I I want to make my team win. I have the resources to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, squash you like cockroach. Cockroach. You know what I'm saying? Big money, big money, take a little money, small money. You know what I mean? We know how that how they go. Like, yep. listen, if that's the case, make your business more profitable or in your personal business, make more money. Well, that's especially now, though, with, with the tax is whatever I'm spending and then having to pay the tax, that tax is going to you, the poor teams anyway. The Padres yeah. aren't a big market team. They're not a major market. But look at how they spend. Why? Because they take all that tax money that they get. And, they and unlike other teams who just put it in their pocket, like the Orioles were accused of doing for many years, they reinvest it, and they get themselves some star players and try to be competitive. Yep, that's the way you're supposed to do it. But we know they don't do it because nope. we know, and not you know, some of these ownership groups are mom and pop joints, so they don't have the money and the, and the luxury of making money away from that. The, the family business is the is the, is the uh, the team. So listen, it's not my fault, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Run your business better. That's it. That's the way it's supposed to be. Or go buy a team in a big market then. If you don't well, want to be in a small market, and then go pay all the money out your own pocket to fund your fund your own stadium, or deal with that. So that's what I've hated about the salary cap in the other leagues as well. Like I just I I can't stand this this notion that well it's not fair that I can't be competitive. Well, they don't have a team in New Orleans. Exactly. Like they don't have a team there. Then they have a team where nobody want to live. <laughs> right. Like I, I I never could understand it, but I get it. You're a league. You need to have teams in different markets they can't all be in major markets there's not enough major markets so you want to make it somewhat fair so some other teams can compete and win all right good put a tax on things but don't limit how much i could spend if i want to spend it this like the hard cap a hard cap I, it never happened in baseball but the That's idea of, of capping how much i can spend to make my team better especially keep my own players what i told you with the nfl i hate that but NFL, listen, NFL, this funny money anyway, man. Stop. Yeah, you've always said like, that. Stop it, man. That's, they push yeah. that stuff down. They'll get somebody. Listen, I can't wait to see when when football, somebody gives somebody a Bobby Bonilla type of contract. Well, listen, man, I'm going to give you all this money, but it's going to take us 20 years to pay it. But it's I don't care. Because basically that's what Patrick I'll give Mahomes it to Aaron Rodgers. Basically that's what Patrick Mahomes did with a 10-year deal. That's basically what he did. That's, right, why, they've been able, that's why they've been able we to gotta sign. Go. We got to go. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.